first card that we're going to look at is Basri Ket. It's a legendary planeswalker from M21. It's got two uh, white mana and one generic mana. It's plus one is put a 1-1 one, one counter on up to one target creature. It gains indestructible until the end of turn. The minus two is whenever one or more non-token creatures attack this turn, create that many 1-1 one, one white soldier creature tokens that are tapped and attacking. And it's minus six is you get an emblem with at the beginning of combat on your turn, create a 1-1 one, one white soldier creature token, then put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control. It's Love starting, it. It's starting loyalty is three. Love it. I think this card's gonna be good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be really good too, especially in like the white weenie shell. Yeah. Um, they just got the name wrong. Was the only problem. Like it shouldn't have been Buster Kid. It should have been Craig Wesco. Oh right. <laughs> or maybe Craig Gideon. Wesco. Yeah. Maybe Gideon. Copyright. Okay, so do you guys think this will see play? Oh yeah, for yeah. for sure. It's gonna okay. go right into Mardu Knights or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like well, that. yeah. And the thing is, I don't think aggressive decks are very good right now, but this could be what puts them over the edge. So, so if it doesn't see play, it's just because aggressive decks just aren't in the meta. Yeah. Do you think it might see play in like a human shell? You know, they, I know we're, we're doing talking about the cards, but I know, I know that Kite's all freebooter just got to be reprinted. Do you think like that sort of thing with like general Crujo and like that sort of thing? Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean that's, a, that's a possibility because general Crujo is a very strong uh, thing that the thing is the one, one white soldier creature tokens are not humans. Um, right. Right. It's right. unfortunate, but. There's a, there but, was a Mardu shell running around for a while that was like play a bunch of humans and also play um, what's her name Winota. Right. And, oh yeah. Yeah. You know that I mean that shell's pretty strong. I think this card will right. also be insane with like venerated Loxodon decks. Oh yeah. Well, the, that'll be for like what three months, right? Yeah. I mean, sure, but venerated Loxodon is still in standard somehow. It just blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly. Yeah, and I think that one thing is that the soldiers come into play already attacking, so they wouldn't trigger Winota, but I, I still think this would go hand-in-hand hand with a deck like that. Right, right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Good All cards. Right. All right, the second card that we're going to look at is Mangara the Diplomat. It's another one, uh, another mythic here in white. It's got three generic mana and one white. It's a 2-4 legendary creature. Um, it says... It's got lifelink, and it says whenever an opponent attacks with creatures, if two or more of those creatures are attacking you and or a planeswalker you control, draw a card. Whenever an opponent casts their second spell each turn, draw a card. So how do you guys feel about this one? I think it's, like, great color-wise. Like, they finally figured out what white can do besides, like, randomly gain life. But, like, I don't <laughs> think it's good enough to see play. You don't think so? You don't think – what, what about a sideboard? I mean, maybe. I just – like white is so bad in these yeah. kind of strat. Like white right. cards that do this are just like, like what deck wants this, right? Like Bant Ramp doesn't care. Like maybe maybe a Marty Humans kind of shell like wants this, but like your opponent is never going to attack you, right? And if if they're casting their second spell each like on a turn, then you're probably already losing, you know. Uh, I just got a gift from Zoom. Apparently, sorry, it just popped up on my share screen. So there. Yeah, I saw. I saw it. We all saw it. All right. <clears throat> But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I I, don't, I really don't think this card's gonna see that much play either. I think if anything, it'll be a sideboard card, but I just don't think it's that great. Well, because yeah. like Marty Humans is gonna be fast and aggressive, and if they reach turn four, they're probably losing anyway. Like yeah, exactly. Right, if right. you're playing this on turn four and going into turn five and six, trying to like go card for card against like control, you're not gonna win regardless. Yeah, if yeah. you're playing like this instead of like Ember Cleave or something, 
you're feeling bad. <clears throat> um, I think it might see. I think it's a good commander card, personally. Oh, probably. So, yeah. I think that's. Sure, I, don't, yeah. I, th I think that's where it's gonna find its home. All right. The next one is gonna be Baneslayer Angel, an old classic. Cost two white mana and three generic. Uh, just a creature, big old angel, a five-five that has flying, first strike, lifelink, protection from demons and dragons. Um, yeah, that's a great card. That's yeah, bomb. Card. I mean, we, we saw that Lyra was not, I wouldn't say format dominating, but like had a, a large impact on formats. And this is almost the same card. So, right. right well, I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with you on that one, Gabe, because it's really until Teferi rotates, this card is unplayable garbage. You think oh. so? Yeah. I could, I can see his argument there. Yeah. Like, how is this better than Uro at anything? I guess yeah. you're right. I guess yeah, that's a good point for the meta right now. But I think once the meta shifts, especially if an aggressive deck does form, um, I think this card will be like A1. Yeah, I mean, Gabe brings up a good point, actually. Like, turn three, Uro. Turn four, Baneslayer Angel. Like, I mean, that's like... I mean, I guess, but that's just overkill. Uro. Like, you can Uro sure. into Uro, and that's still just as good against Aggro. Yeah. Like, well, no, you can't Uro into Uro. What you talking about? Like, just like play two Uros and have nothing to block with? What are you talking about? No, but I mean, you can Uro. No, like, he you don't have to play Uro into turn three. You can play Uro turn seven or eight. I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like turn three to turn four. Right. So you play Uro and then it just goes away and then you have no blockers. What are you talking about, dude? I'm confused. No, I'm just saying like escaping Uro against aggro is going to be as good Plenty, or better yeah. than Baneslayer Angel. Right. But escaping Uro is going to be way harder than just playing Baneslayer Angel. Not necessarily. My point. It's like the same turn. No, it isn't. There's well, no I, way you're escaping Arrow on turn five. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm it's possible. Oh, I'm talking about turn three, play Arrow, and then turn four, play Baneslayer. How many times do you escape Arrow on turn four? Yeah, how many times does that happen? Probably zero, but on turn five, I've escaped it a lot. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, but, yeah, but I, yeah, all you do about... is turn three Arrow, turn four Tamiyo, or like any number of Fable passages. Well, yeah, well, well, yeah, of course, but like I'm talking about just like if you have lands in your hand and your hand is. Five lands, Earl Baneslayer Angel. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play that every time, right? Because yeah, but Gabe's saying that Baneslayer Angel is not even gonna be good right now, and that, that's probably true because yeah. you're right. Because Teferi does just bounce it, and it doesn't get you any value, and that, that's right. probably totally true. But I think like in the future, I mean, and Lyra, I think did become a sideboard card, you know, yeah. towards the end of it. Uh, well, so Lyra was only even any good when people didn't know about it because red would just bring in like fight with fire and immediately kill it if they knew what yeah. was going on yeah that's why i switched but, to the kitty cats for sure yeah i don't know yeah you're probably right but i think in once the format changes if it does get more aggressive this will become like a solid i guess you're right maybe just a cyborg card yeah all right <clears throat> next card is going to be Bosri's lieutenant and i just closed it out hold on uh it's going to be one white and three. Let me get it up here. Sorry, give me a second. I have failed. <laughs> it's going to be one white and three generic. It's a human knight. It's a three four and it says has vigilance and protection from multicolored. Whenever Bosri's lieutenant enters the battlefield, put a one one counter on target creature you control. Whenever Basri's lieutenant or another creature you control dies, if it had plus one, a plus one, plus one counter on it, create a 2-2 two, two white knight creature token with vigilance. This card is bananas. I, yeah, I think it's super bananas. Really? You think so? Yeah. This card is going to make uh, knights playable. Yeah. Why? Um, 
protection for multicolored is just so good. Yeah, I mean, like, Aurel can't attack into it. Well, I can. I mean, you still get your trigger, but um, Teferi can't touch it. Yeah, Teferi can't bounce it. Like, I, I can remember the number of games that I've lost to just, like, a 5-5 five, five Stone Cold Serpent against Bant. Like, it's insane. Yeah. And this yeah. is just all of that except actual cards. And, like, if you Wrath, you have, like, this is, like, the white version of um, Annex. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think it does enough. I don't I don't think it does enough like things, you know what I mean? Like a three four just to me isn't gonna do much. I mean it can be a four or five if that's the only card you have in play. That's true. Yeah. But I mean this I is don't know. I don't I don't see it doing for... anything. Yeah, I don't see I don't, I just don't see this card being that great personally. I think it's too expensive for the amount of power that it gives out. All right. Okay. So Gabe is for Bane Slayer. I'm for Bossy's Lieutenant. Yeah, you got to keep the record. We got to keep the record. Yeah, Yeah. so we'll split down the middle here and see for sure. And I'm just for all big green cards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think we can all agree that big green cards would be better than any of this anyway. True. Green (laughs) They're going to gain you 20 life and everything else. Yeah. All right. So are we on a 50-50 consensus on this card? I mean, I, I think I, I think it's fine. I don't I don't I mean, I could be wrong, but I just don't think it's going to be that great because um, I just don't know what you're playing this in. Unless, again, this would re- require an aggressive shell to come out. Um, yeah. And I just don't you know what I mean? Like, unless, and if that did come out, then great. But otherwise, I don't know what you're playing this card in. Are you playing it in yeah. Bant? Like, no, nah, I don't think so. No, I, I think I think it's going to be a, a night shell or a human yeah. shell. Right, right. And it could potentially be the same deck as Bosri Cat or whatever. Like, it could just be yeah. mono white. There yeah. could be a mono white deck. That's true. That's yeah. true. Okay, let's right. move on. Cool. The next one we're going to look at is Containment Priest. This is a also old, older card. Uh, it's one white, one generic mana, human cleric with flash. It says if a non-token creature would enter the battlefield and it wasn't cast, exile it instead. It's a 2-2. To me, this is just like insane against Uro. So yeah, but I don't think it's. Do anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't. <clears throat> I don't think. Well, if it, yeah, it doesn't do anything against Uro because you do cast it, right? Yeah. Not from the graveyard, you don't. Right? Yes, you do. No, is I'm it, pretty sure you do. Alternate casting it's an cost. Alter, it's an alternate casting cost. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, I but guess I. Say, if it wasn't cast from your hand, okay. Yeah. I don't think this is a standard card. I think this is going to be impactful maybe in modern. And I, I think, again, it would only be a sideboard card. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've seen people that play humans, like, kind of freaking out about Containment Priest. It is good in certain matchups, but it is a Nambo with Aether Vial, so it's a little right. awkward. True. I'm trying to... That's going to happen, man. Yeah. It's going to be so funny, too, when it happens. Yeah, yeah someone's going to flash this in with mana and then instant Vial in their own card and exile it and be like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> The combo yeah. yeah i guess you this card i wonder if they put this card in like when luca agent of treachery that whole mess was going on this is classic wizards where they like make a card that's too powerful like energy and then print a, like an answer in the next set when it's already banned yeah <laughs> true they All made right. that like one four that stopped players from getting energy after energy was already banned yeah, or no, yeah, or they lost time. all the control. It's like Sun Chaser or something like that. Yeah, no, I remember what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> all right. But yeah, Start. I think that's going to be a dope sideboard card for um, Modern and, yeah. and Pioneer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
All right, next card is Glorious Anthem. It says creatures you control get plus one, plus one. It's two white mana and one generic instant enchantment. I think it's solid in the in a mono white shell. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. more stuff for Bosriket and Bosri's the 10 and all that stuff. Is just yeah. Gonna... This goes great with Bosriket because all those little one ones you make are, are going to be two twos. And yeah, that's way better. Yeah, now we just need like actual one drops. Like there's that two one. That dies and puts a counter on something. The Dauntless Bodyguard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's going to be enough good white cards to make a good aggro deck, I think. I think so, too. I think so, too. Which brings us back to the um, the Bosch's Lieutenant. You might be right. It might be good. If, if, a, if, a, if a good aggro shell comes oh, out. Oh, no, no, no. You already said it's bad. Oh, oh I, think, I think it's a bad card. But <laughs> I think it would require a good aggro shell to come out for it to even be good. But if that happens, then, then Baneslayer Angel is going to be good, too. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. who knows, right? Because it says it puts a counter on one creature you control, but you could already have counters on all your guys. So if you go, like, Venerated Loxodon into Lieutenant, then you're Wrath-proof. That's like, true. Yeah. You just did everything. Yeah. So who knows? But yeah, Glorious Anthem. We've, we've seen Anthems like this in the past be, be decent. Isn't this just an actual reprint? It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good cards are good, guys. Remember that. All right. <clears throat> Next one is going to be Idol of Endurance. It's uh, one white mana, two generic. It's an artifact with a lot of text. When, Idof, when Idol of Endurance enters the battlefield, exile all creature cards with converted mana costs, three or less, from your graveyard until Idol of Endurance leaves the battlefield. And then so there's a casting, or not a casting cost, but a cost to like tap it which is one white and one generic. You tap it, and then until the end of turn, you may cast a creature spell from among the creature cards exiled with Idol of Endurance without paying its mana cost. There's a lot of words, dudes. I mean, <clears throat> the first thing that comes to my mind is just abusing Uro with this. Yeah. yeah. You play the first half, and then you just rinse and repeat until you get bored, and then bounce it with your own Teferi or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a tough one, honestly. Because I don't, I don't think it'll be good. Do you guys think this will, this will see play? I mean, someone's gonna try this thing. I said with Earl, yeah. I don't think it's worth doing oh, all that. Dude, people but... will try anything. You know yeah, what I mean? No, I, sure. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think it's, it's also five mana to like. Yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say. I don't think it's a turn three card. I think it's a turn five card. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It could be like a Luris replacement almost. Yeah, like you, I like you. Play. Like you play knights, right? So like Gabe, you're talking about with Bajou Lieutenant, like at like turn four, if you like like you suck and like you just ran out of cards and you don't have anything and you top deck this on turn five and you play it and then all of a sudden you have gas again. Like you like it doesn't like you can keep playing, you know, it's not you're not dead on turn five. Wait, yeah, but I mean, does this this doesn't work with Uro, does it? Yeah. I mean it would, right? I mean exit it would go straight back to the graveyard. Yeah, you would just loop it every turn. Oh, okay, right. So, okay, but you wouldn't be able to cast it. I got you. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't I mean, still this, be in exile. This is like a replacement for Luris. But you couldn't loop it either, right? Like, because it wouldn't be in exile anymore. Right. That's true. I guess it would go. It wouldn't be under the idol after the first. Right. Yeah, this card's lame. It. I don't. I don't think it's gonna yeah. be good. I don't think it's gonna be good at all. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, the, I really, I really don't see it. The, the only way it seems good to me is like in the sideboard, 
to like counter not counter but to like play against board wipes right so like on turn four they board wipe all your stuff on your turn five you play this and you still have a little bit of wiggle room rather than just being dead i mean you get to play the card without the mana cost so you can just like every turn this is on the battlefield it represents another body like that's true so yeah that's that's what i'm saying it's like yeah yeah that's true so i think i might see play yeah i might see play it could be good Maybe a cyborg card against like for value or whatever. Yeah, or yeah, one yeah, of yeah, or two yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The problem with white cards is they're all like very situational. So yeah. it's very hard to yeah. like say this is a good card. Right. Yeah. I could see a one of or two of in some decks of this one. Yeah. So you can cast uh, you can cast Hydro Crisis, tap it and cast Hydro Crisis <laughs> for zero. Pretty That'd cool. be nice. Nice. Yeah, I don't think I want to do that. All right. The next one is gonna be nine lives. It's two white and one generic mana. Um, and it's an enchantment that is hexproof, and it says if a source would deal damage to you, prevent that damage and put an incarnation counter on nine lives. If there are nine or more incarnation counters on nine lives, exile. When nine lives leaves the battlefield, you lose the game. Uh, Simba. I think this card uh, is not good, and I don't think it'll see play. Yeah, it's definitely a meme, but I've looked on Twitter, and everyone's freaking out about like it possibly beating Team Erek because they just don't have that many ways to hit you. That's true. That's so true. It could. But the thing like is, Team Erek can always, Team Erek can always like. No, yeah, I mean that's a good point. Uh, they could always does... like make a shark and hit you with it nine times. Yeah. Instead, yeah. They can do that, like, but. Yeah, this card, if, if this card is going to be good, it's definitely against Team Wreck. Yeah. But again, another cyborg card. All these white cards are freaking cyborg cards. Right. And they could always, like, if Team Wreck really wants to, they can expansion explosion you for 40 and have you draw your deck or whatever. That's true. And that they, I played that deck and I've won like that many times. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. All right. Card's bad. I think it's bad. Okay. All right. It's next a cat, one. though. So it's got to be, you know. Yeah. Next one. Value in there. Well, of course, of course, you think it's bad. Uh, cats kill. Oh, I'm a dog person, honestly. Yeah. Speaking of dogs, pack leader. Love it, dude. The goodest of boys. It's a uh, one white mana, one generic. Other dogs you control get plus one, plus one, and whenever a pack, whenever pack leader attacks, prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn to dogs you control. So. I think this card is probably super good in a dog deck. <laughs> yeah, um, if there is a dog deck, this dog, this card is sick. Dude, I mean, this, look, this card dude, is gonna I, I'm going to scroll down. I'm going to cheat a little bit and scroll down a little bit. There's a dog, like, not even that far away. That's a two-mana, two-two with Vigilance. So, wow. <laughs> you know, we're getting well, there, guys. Well, yeah, well, so even – so with that being said, there's also another dog somewhere that – Whenever you play it, you go into your deck and get two more dogs. Like it's, it seems, it seems, it seems like I will tell you. I will tell you that a creature that pumps all your other creatures and prevents all combat damage dealt to them is really, really strong. The and especially for two mana and making it a two-two. The only thing is that this would require dogs to be good. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all there good. is to it. Like, yeah, but, but, but check this out. Are you ready? Yeah. If you play Tajik, all 
non-combat damage is prevented. Like, look Ooh. at that, dude. Yeah, there right. you go. Just but Tajik's not a dog. It doesn't matter. I don't care. You just never attack with it. You, you, you never attack with it, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think this is going to be like a if card that sees barely any play, but some guy is going to have a mono, like, mono dog deck and draft and then open this from pack three. You're just going to... And that guy's me. Look, every time, yeah. If you, if you look, if you like having fun playing Magic, you're gonna play Pack Leader. Well, hold on, hold on, slow down. I said <laughs> if if there's a good dog deck, you know what I mean. Don't dismiss the pups. Just yeah, yeah, like dude. That. But but aren't all dogs the goodest of dogs? Of course. Okay, so all right, good. You can play your dog, your two-two for two, and I'll play <laughs> Uro and Hydrocrisis for eight, and then we'll see who goes. You're already dead by then, dude. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We'll see. No, I, again, I think this would just require a good dog deck. And yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think there's gonna be a good dog deck, but but we'll see. Do all my dogs at the table with me get plus one plus one? I guess we'll find out. All right, next card is another reprint. It's gonna be Ruined Halo. Uh, it's two white mana. It's an enchantment. It says, as Ruined Halo enters the battlefield, choose a card name. You have protection from the chosen card, and the first one that I'm gonna name is Expansion Explosion. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and then it gets uh then you draw all the cards in your deck. But uh, No, they can't target you, so they can't. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. It would have to be like a brazen borrower or something to get rid yeah. of. It gets a brazen borrower and then you just die. So I don't know. I don't I don't think this card's very good. Yeah, it would have to be what's I mean yeah. it would have to be in some kind of like mono white shell. Like I could see no, I don't. I, I have. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know any situation in which this card is like good. It's it's a it's a niche card. Like I think it would be like a control sideboard card against Team Iraq, where it's like they name expansion explosion. Yeah. And then they just have to deal with creatures at that point. Because even in an aggressive shell, like you don't want to take turns play this because if you give yourself protection from some card that you're worried about, your creatures don't have protection from it, so it's hard to attack. Right. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think it, Austin's right, though. If you play this in, like, blue-white, like, you can just name Expansion Explosion or, you know, and then in modern, like, people play this card in multiples, and, you know, there's certain decks that can't beat two of these. Like, if you play against Green-Red Green Red Titan Shift and you name, like, Valakut and Primeval Titan, they just can't do anything. Yeah, right. that's true. But that, that that's in modern. I feel like in standard, there's a lot of ways to get around it, especially with the Expansion Explosion deck. There's yeah. not though. There's just not that many ways to win the game. They win with either Shark Typhoon, Expansion Explosion, or Oro Beats. Can you name Shark with this? No, but you're never. They're never going to no, kill you gonna... with one Shark. Like, you know, if you're in blue white and you die to a single Shark or whatever, then that's your fault. You know, right. like yeah. Turning off. I mean, I see what you're saying. Explosion is probably going to be the. I just think you got to remember that. I think the way you're looking at it is like you're playing, you know, team or wreck and then boom, someone's like ruined halo. And you're like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? But if ruined halo becomes part of like the meta and so then they, they can play, they can do, they can, there's things. so many ways to deal with it. You know what I mean? And I just, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I know, you know I, I, I know what you're saying, but I'm just saying yeah. like in my mind, I'm playing that in the sideboard for that just in case. Maybe, but the, I mean like all it takes is one brazen borrower and then one expansion explosion to kill them. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. And this does nothing against any other deck, right? Like, that's true. Yeah, yeah. like this would be only for Team Wreck. Right. But so. people do hate that deck, so people are going to try it for sure. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. And again, if, if an aggressive shell comes out, I think this is pretty solid against it. Like, you know what I mean? 
against aggressive shells. Yeah. It's basically just two mana. I don't care about your stuff anymore. Right. All right. So narrow, and that's the only way it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be every white card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Next one is Speaker of the Heavens. It's a 1-1 one, one for one white mana. It's a human cleric with Vigilance and Lifelink. And you tap it and create a 4-4 four, four white angel token with flying. Activate this ability if you have at least seven life or more than your starting life total and can only do it whenever you can cast a sorcery. Um, again, I feel like this is a super narrow card, but if there's a humans thing, I mean, having vigilance and lifelink and, you know, the Basri's lieutenant putting a 1-1 counter on it, and then you can put a 1-1 counter on it with Basri Ket, I mean, it could be really good. Yeah, the only way I see this card being good is if there's, like, if the aggressive white deck also has, like, a life game theme with it. Right. Yeah. Which I no, think I mean, that's the only way. Otherwise, I think this card's just bad. My it's, take on this is after a few seasons of not playing Arena, I'm going to be demoted to Silver and then play against a Johnny's Primate <laughs> with this guy, and he's just going to go nuts. For sure. He's going to sure. have a great time until he gets Wrath and then lose immediately. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's turn one this, turn two, a Johnny's Primate, turn three, Basri Ket. Put another, put a counter on speaker, make it indestructible attack again. You have a four, four, and a two, two, and a planeswalker. I mean, like, you still lose very easily. Yeah, a shadow this guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they get to draw a card though. Yeah, I mean, right, so many cards they want. <laughs> that is the last white rare. White rare. I did go through some of the some of the uh, uncommons, uncommons, and I picked some that might be good for limited might be good for standard uh so the first one i i want to look at i don't know if you guys have any others that you want to just let me know but the first one that i want to look at that i think we'll see some sort of play is going to be angelic ascension it's a uh, one colorless one white an instant that says exile target creature or planeswalker its controller creates a four four white angel creature token with flying um yeah, that's part of the great yeah you can target your own stuff with it which i think is nuts right so they're attacking your planeswalker and it's going to die anyways just exile it you make a four four and then block their th block their three three and kill it like yeah you can also exile like one of their planeswalkers and then just bounce the four four with the fairy yeah, exactly and then they can't you know cast anything back because you're you're playing to fairy what's yeah. more broken than that so i think that i think this card is disgusting um, i think it's i think it's fine i don't think i wouldn't say disgusting I don't think I I, I would yeah, not yeah, be surprised. Yeah, disgust, disgusting is the wrong word. I would not be surprised if this card never saw any play. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I think I think it just could is the is the yeah. catch. Yeah. Well, that's I think that the mono white deck, if it exists, is going to play this card for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. If the mono white deck exists, then yeah, I they're going to play four of this in the main deck if a mono white deck exists. Yeah, like yeah. to to cast it on your own stuff, not even. Yeah, or you know, or like, usually when a mono white deck loses, it's because they. They play a planeswalker, and then a few turns later, you're just buried in card advantage. Right. I mean, what? How? How are you going to beat a seven-seven Johnny's Primate? <laughs> All right. Next card is going to be Falconer. That this card just seems really good in limited to me. Uh, but that's just to me. Uh, so one white, three colorless. One Falcon. Falconer Adept attacks create a one-word white bird token with flying that's tapped and attacking. So it's really... Yeah, it's a good limited card, yeah, but that's gonna, it. Yeah, so just anything. I, mean, that's I it. think it, it's, 
it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's honestly not even that great in limited. Like, it's because most of the time you're going to get a one-one bird, and then it's just going to die. It's a four mana two three, and it has to attack. And yeah, because yeah. it's it's attacking on turn five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, honestly, I I think it's okay. That's what I'm saying. Good limited. Yeah, uh, get this out of get this out of my sight. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah, we vetoed that one often. Yeah, <laughs> and then the last one is the fine strike. I think that's this is already in standard, no? Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Defiant strike, dude. All these cards are in standard. Yeah, okay. that works. Uh, can we talk about Concordia Pegasus real quick? Uh, yeah, we should. <laughs> sure. Pegasus. Flying one three for two mana. It's pretty good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what about uh, okay? On a serious note, though, what about um, revitalize? Wait, that it flies, it's pretty good. What about revitalize? Oh, I mean, this card was only somewhat playable when there was a turbo fog deck. Yeah. In standard, I just don't think it does. Like this is half of an euro, but just one less mana. Like at instant speed. I guess. I mean, I just I can't imagine a world where you play this instead of euro. No, no, you wouldn't play it instead of Uro, but you maybe in a different deck where you're not playing Uro. You know what I mean? So like, what deck would want this that doesn't play Uro? Like control deck. Yeah, it should probably just it, play Uro at that point. I think, so? <laughs> I think blue white should just not stop existing, but in yeah. the current meta, it just seems worse. But this is just one of my favorite cards. It's uh, two mana, one colorless, one white. Instant, you gain three life and draw a card. I, I really, I just this is one of my favorite cards. I think it's awesome. I love yeah. just replacement effects that also get you a little value. I yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying to think like if I'm playing this card, I'm gonna play it probably in a deck with like Shark Typhoon, right? And like sometimes you on turn two you cast Shark Typhoon just for like draw a card, right? So casting this is better than casting Shark Typhoon, I think. To just for me, draw a card. Yeah, for me it's like you're playing a control shell and. You're just cycling, but you also want to gain a little bit of life, you know, because that's yeah. in, in when you're playing control, life is your resource. So yeah, right. I mean, this is the only the only deck that's going to play this is straight up blue white. Yeah, it's going to be in the sideboard. Yeah. So. Or a mono white control with like ruined halos. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if this is better or worse than something like a glass casket or something, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. Well, yeah, I think I think in a deck like that, you would probably play both. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. Cool. On to the blue cards? Yeah. All right. Let me get them all set up here. On to the blue cards. 